0: Welcome to the Creekwood Church podcast. Our church exists to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. For that reason, we want to take a moment and let you know about Growth Track. Growth Track is a 3-week class designed to help you connect with us, discover who you are, and develop your leadership. Sign up for Growth Track and get more information at creekwoodchurch.com/growthtrack or on our Creekwood Church app. We hope this message inspires you and helps you discover practical ways to live a life of purpose. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Uh, Happy Easter. I know this is a very unique uh, time in uh, our world, and um, I know we would have never imagined that we would be celebrating Easter at our homes and having a, a service this weekend online. But, you know, I'm so grateful that no matter where we're at and wherever you find yourself today, that God's presence is with us, and we're celebrating the greatest event that our world has ever seen. And uh, I'm excited that you've joined us today. Uh, This is gonna be just a a great time that we have together. And at the end of service, we're gonna be receiving communion. And I wanna encourage you to stay with us all the way through the end as Pastor Brad comes back to lead us in communion. You know, I wanna share some words with you today because I, I do believe that this Easter It's important for us to take a fresh look at God's Word and really, uh, what does Easter mean? You know, for me, um, Easter has meant a lot of things. I know as a kid, uh, when I was very young, Easter was all about the candy. And can I get an amen from all the kids? Uh, I know that that a lot of you right now are excited about candy, and I want to say by the way that you know on Easter, the Easter weekend, there are no calories in the candy, so you can uh, not worry about the the quarantine fifteen, uh, just like go grab you an extra bag of candy and uh, let 's enjoy some great candy. Uh, And, you know, there are a lot of Easter candies that I really like. And a lot of people have asked me what's probably one of my favorite ones. And I love the robin eggs. I know they're just basically the Whoppers, but that's my favorite. I don't know what your favorite is. You can turn to the person next to you uh, and tell them your favorite Easter candy. Um, But, you know, for a lot of us, Easter is a lot about candy and about getting something. And even you can go so far as I think for a lot of us too. Easter has been about religion and it's been about going to church and we've gone and gotten new clothes to get to go uh, to our Easter services and this week this weekend uh, as as you know none of us are gathering together in a building and you're you didn't go out and buy a new outfit you're probably sitting there in your pajamas today and uh, some of you got special Easter pajamas but you know what this brings me to a, a just a a moment that I begin to really process this is that, you know, Easter has never been about religion. It's never been about candy. I I love getting together and worshiping. I love the candy and I love all those things. But Easter is, is not about that. Easter's never been about religion. Easter has always been about a savior that loves us so much that he came and he died on a cross and he paid the price for our sins. And so we're celebrating one of the most uh, incredible moments in history that it it means so much to us. And, you know, for some of you, maybe that you're watching, um, maybe for the first time, maybe you don't really go to church that much, and, and this Easter you're tuning in, and you are like, you know what, I really don't understand a lot. I want you to hear me when I say this, is that You have a God that loves you so much. And one of the most powerful things is that you can really come to understand this Easter, what that means. You know, um, if you've got your Bibles today, I'd like to ask you to turn with me to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. And Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14, I want to read that in just a few moments because there's a key phrase there that I want to pull out this Easter as we talk about this today. And let me ask you this question. Um, how many of you would say that you are a morning person? I know this has really kind of come to a head with the, the uh, quarantine that we have, the Your schedules are all over the place and some of you are used to getting up early and some of you want to sleep in and, you know, there's always the annoying person that wants to get up at five o'clock in the morning and there's no reason to get up. How many of you have that person? Don't look at them right now, but you have that person in your family that thinks it's a good idea to get up really early when you don't have to get up early. There's also the people that can't get up even if they want to get up early, they like, you are a night owl. You stay up late, and uh, you enjoy staying up late. I'm I'm a morning person, but I know a lot of y'all, you love to stay up really, really late. And, uh, man, in, in the morning, you're going to sleep in, and your best friend is the alarm clock. I mean, the snooze button on the alarm clock. And, um, you know, uh, you are a master at hitting the snooze button. You know, the studies say that the Amer- Americans hit the snooze button, an average of three times. Why am, I at, why am I bringing that up this Easter? The reason I'm bringing this up is that I, I believe that a lot of us struggle getting up in the morning, but I also believe that a lot of us are struggling really waking up spiritually, that we are sleepwalking spiritually in our lives, that we're going through the motions, and even though we're alive, we're not living you know, it's it's a just because you're alive doesn't mean that you're living. There's so many of us th- this Easter when you look at your life, and especially during the season of the quarantine and this pandemic, that it's really brought so much to to a head in our life that we start to realize we are go- we're just going through the motions in our life, and so many things are just kind of they're just there, and we're just kind of sleepwalking through life. And the Apostle Paul gives us this incredible Easter message in in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. He says, awake, awake, O sleeper. And I hope you have your Bibles. If you don't have your Bibles, I want you to grab your, your iPhone and look at the scripture with me. It's so incredible, this Easter scripture that he gives us. He says, awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light. He says, awake, O sleeper. He's, he's, he's calling us to, to wake up to God. You know, this, this scripture, if you understand the context of it, he wrote it to a, a a church, the church of Ephesus, and were a group of believers. And so what this tells me that it is actually possible as believers for us to to believe all the right things and yet still be asleep or sleepwalking spiritually. That a lot of us, um, even when it comes to our relationship with Christ and and right now not being able to go to church, it it really starts to make you really appreciate some things that maybe you took for granted before. I know I miss you guys. It is not easy to speak in an empty auditorium. I miss y'all being here with me. But this is also an opportunity for us to realize how much we appreciate being able to gather together. And too many of us, what we've been doing in our life is that we have been sleepwalking in our faith. We've been sleepwalking and, and, and just kind of numb to the love of God. And this Easter, if you don't hear anything else I say, I pray that you would come, come alive, that you would wake up to the love of God. Wake up to the hope of God. Wake up to the fact that you have a God that is crazy about you. You know, this is this is a, a moment that so much fear and so much hopelessness has come in our hearts and we are doubting so many things and there's so much uncertainty, of course, but you know, when I rest in the fact and I'd come alive in my heart with the fact that God loves me and that God is gonna take care of me. It changes everything for me. And I I, I believe that that, that as, as you think about this this thought, this Easter is that again, you would you would come alive to what Easter is about. You would come alive and wake up to the moment of realizing that you have a God that loves you so so much. See, we have this opportunity spiritually again to begin to, to live the life that God designed us to live. You know, God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And when you come alive to it, all of a sudden, your life is different. You begin to look at your life differently because you've come alive. You, you have awakened to something inside of your life that you say, man, this is a real relationship that I have with God. God is not some far-off being that we worship that is is not in touch with what we're, we're going through in life he cares about us I, I want you to write some of these things down today when you when you think about waking up uh, in your life number one is to wake up to God's healing wake up to God's healing um, the Bible tells us in Romans, Chapter five, verse six, it says, you see at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You know, I was thinking about what it means for us to wake up to God's healing. And I think it's so important to think about this because I, I, I really believe that, The reality is that a lot of you that are watching have cheated on your spouse. Some of you that are watching today, uh, maybe you have royally messed up as a parent. For some of you that are watching today, maybe you've had an abortion or you've done something that has damaged your integrity and what you need today is not to keep hitting the snooze button when all of this, this guilt and this shame keeps coming up in your life and you're like, you know what, I don't want to deal with that. And a lot of us, the reason why our lives are are, are, are really in the condition that we're, we're in is that, yes, we've messed up and all of us have sinned. But the price that Christ paid on the cross for us was so that we would not have to continually hit the snooze button in our life and not deal with it. We can deal with all of that and receive his forgiveness, receive his healing. See, Jesus Christ is the one that brings the healing in our life. And you can try to, to manage the guilt or isolate the guilt in your life and try to figure out some way to, to keep hitting the snooze button. And so many of us have all of these different areas and and one of the, the things that I'm excited about in the coming weeks is we're gonna be doing a series called Blind Spot. And these are some of the areas in our life that, we have, that we've that we really never dealt with in our life. And we keep hitting the snooze button. And listen, God wants to bring healing in your life. Um, Ephesians 2 verse four, it says, for God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life. When he raised Christ from the dead, it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. It's God's grace that saves us. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is found in Acts chapter 4, verse 33. It says, and with great power, say that with me. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection. They were alive and awake to the power of the resurrection in their life. What does it mean? It means, listen to what it says, of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Say great grace with me. Great grace. Great grace is what you need for healing in your life. You know, one of the hardest persons... To forgive is ourselves. And so many of us have been defined by our mistakes. We've been defined by our sin in our life. You know, you're not your mistake. You're not your sin. Because of the price that Jesus Christ paid for us and paid for your sin, paid for my sin and my mistakes, that my identity is not based upon what I've done in my life. My my identity is based on the love of God and that great grace that is available in my life. See, grace is this free, undeserved, and unearned goodness in favor of God. And, you know, one of the, the big lies that a lot of us believe, and this is why I think we need healing in our life, is that we believe the lie that the, the better you perform, the more God's gonna love you. And do you know that there's nothing you could do to make God love you any more than he does? God loves you, and I think, one of the most powerful things that we can do in our life is to receive that healing in our life. Um, number two, wake up to, to God's hope. Wake up to God's hope in our life. You know, when, when you think about how it's so easy to sleepwalk in your life and just kind of going through the motions and um, going Through one day and another and another and another, and I know uh, during this time a lot of us, man, we've kind of shut things down and we're having some time to kind of think about our lives. And a lot of us, when we think about the routine of our life, uh, we're we're pretty hopeless. And I just want to encourage you to understand that you need to wake up to God's hope. God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and. Ephesians 1.18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. You know, God's power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is active in your life and that it doesn't matter how hopeless your life looks and how many mistakes you've made. Listen, God's power is able to raise up your life and give you purpose and give you promise of whatever it is that God has for your life. You know, I don't don't know where you're at today and what's happening in your life, But I pray that you understand that the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it reminds us that if we will wake up to God, we can rise up to life. And I want you to watch this video. These are people, these these stories, these are not actors. This is not some video that we found. These are real people that are a part of our church, that they share their story and that They found the healing and the hope in their life that they came alive to the work of God in their life. See, Jesus rose, and listen to me carefully. Jesus rose up from the grave. And that means that he can raise you up from your depression. He can raise you up from your loneliness. He can raise you up from any type of family dysfunction. He can raise you up from any type of despair that you are experiencing right now. Listen, I want you to come alive. I want you to wake up to the love and the power of God. God loves you. God wants to heal you. God wants to bring this hope in your life. Watch this video. I love to hear people's stories. I love to hear how Christ has changed their life and this incredible song that Sarah just sang about the love of Christ is just a reminder to all of us of what we are celebrating. You know, I want to give you an invitation today. This invitation is not to join a church. It's not about religion. It's not about any of that. It's an invitation to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. You know, right there where you're at, uh, in your living room, Um You can bow your head and you can receive Christ into your life. The Bible tells us that if we um, confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. And pray that prayer. Just say, Jesus Christ, I'm a sinner. I, I am in need of a Savior. And I believe that you died on the cross for me and that you rose from the dead. And pray that prayer and listen, according to the word of God, if you prayed that prayer, you are born again, you are are saved, you have received the Savior in your life. And I want to be the first to congratulate you today on this important next step in your life that you have made. It's the most important decision of your life. And we would love to hear from you. And if you will go to our website and you'll see that there's a next steps button and just click on that and let us know that you received Christ. We wanna celebrate with you. And uh, again, thank you so much um, for joining us today. We're gonna be receiving communion in just a few moments. Still stay with us today and thank you again. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Creekwood Church podcast. If you have been encouraged by the ministry of Creekwood Church and would like to partner with us financially, you can give securely online at creekwoodchurch.com or on our Creekwood Church app. For directions, service times, and more information about the ministries of Creekwood Church, please visit our website at creekwoodchurch.com.